0: Well, Merry Christmas again, everyone, and thank you for being here this evening. So good to be here with all of you. I, I hope and I pray that this has been a blessed and hope-filled, joy-filled, loving, peaceful Christmas season for you. And, and I know uh, that there's a lot going on this time of year. But I think we also recognize that as wonderful as this time of year can be, that It's not as though the world stops spinning just because the calendar has flipped to December, right? It's not as though that the questions we have, the hurts, the, the pain that we feel, the, the problems of this earth just hit pause just because we're told it's Christmas, right? All of those things are still there. And, and so if I can with you today, I would like to, to address two of the problems that I think many of us feel this time of, of year, maybe even especially this time of year. And, and the first problem is one, again, I think many of us have felt, at least at some level, and, and that is, this is the time of year that we're supposed to celebrate the birth of our Savior, right? This is uh, the time of year dedicated to Jesus, and yet for some of us, He can be kind of hard to find this year. And so maybe you found yourself wondering that, maybe even asking it, where is Jesus, right, as you walk out of Starbucks with your cup full of snowflakes and trees, but not a manger in sight, no baby to be found? Or maybe you asked yourself the question, where is Jesus as you walk out of Macy's or Kohl's or wherever you shop having swiped another credit card racked up, uh, another bill for another gift that you're pretty sure will be returned in about a week and a half, uh, where is Jesus we wonder as we sit through a family gathering having to listen to that relative talk about that politician that we can't stand as they stuff mashed potatoes and turkey in their mouth and we think to ourselves this is not the family gathering that I was expecting that the peaceful time I was looking forward to this Christmas where is Jesus we wonder as we walk into the funeral home uh, because death doesn't stop for anything it seems where is Jesus we wonder. He can be kind of hard to find, even this time of year, which is difficult because if there's ever a time that we would like to think we could find Jesus, uh, maybe we could say if there's ever even a time that we need Jesus, it's a time like Christmas, right? Because there is the, the cancer that, that continues to come, the death that stops for no one. There are the bills to pay, the busyness uh, of the season. There are the ever-present pres- questions and doubts that fill our minds and, and, and we need to hear from him. And, and if, we, if there is ever a time where we would like to hear from him, it would be now, the Christmas season, but sometimes it feels like he's nowhere to be found. Uh, but if I could be bold with you this evening, I, I would like to say that I think more often than not, the problem is not with Jesus <laughs> It's not as though he's hidden away somewhere. He's turned his back on us or he's ignoring us or he's angry with us and so he wants nothing to do with us. No, the, the problem I think is not with Jesus. I believe that, that all too often if we don't see him, it's because we're looking in all of the wrong places. Because if we think that, that we should go to Kohl's or Macy's, to find Jesus, then I think we're looking in the wrong spot. If, if we think he can be found at Starbucks at the bottom of an eggnog latte, then the problem starts here. If we think that we can buy Jesus with a credit card or capture him in some magical feeling of lights and ornaments and Christmas trees, and if the family will just get along, then we will see Jesus clearly, then, then we're looking in the wrong place. I, I think that Jesus is here and he always has been. If, if only we would look to where he has promised to be. So so let me explain it like this. Uh, do any of you remember the, the TV show Undercover Boss? Do you remember that show? It's been off the air, I think, for a while. I, I, I was never a big watcher of it. But it was one of these reality TV shows, and the premise was there would be a boss, maybe a, a CEO or the owner of some gigantic company, uh, who would leave their corporate high-rise, their cushy corner office, take off the suit, and go to work amongst the people right? Flipping burgers or stocking shelves, whatever it was. And as the episodes went, usually the, the common average employee had no idea that standing next to them was their boss. Uh, they, they never thought that she would show up in their office uh, or their place of business, right? They expected the CEO to be somewhere else in that corner high-rise, wearing the fancy suit, not amongst the common people, but, but there they were in plain sight. You see, I believe that on Christmas, God did the unthinkable. He left... His heavenly throne, he walked out of his eternal castle and he walked into a manger. He showed up in a place that no one would have ever expected him, Uh, a bed made out of hay, a manger. He wrapped himself in swaddling clothes. He surrounded himself with two teenage parents and a bunch of smelly shepherds. No one would have ever thought to look for Jesus in a place like that. And and yet there he was showing us his humble love. And, And it continued to be this way throughout Jesus' life. No one would have ever expected to find Jesus. So sitting at the table of sinners and tax collectors and, and prostitutes, but there he was. No one would ever looked for Jesus to be touching the sick and getting close to the lepers, but there he was. Certainly no one would have ever thought to look for Jesus on a cross. No one would have thought to look for him lying in a tomb, but there he was, bursting forth. See, the problem isn't that Jesus isn't here or that he's hiding or that he's angry and he's turned his back on us. No, the problem is that we've been looking in all the wrong places. But if we would only look to the kind of places that he loves to be in, a manger, a cross, a tomb, we would see what kind of God we have, a God of love, a God of sacrifice, a God of life eternal. All right, I said there were two problems I'd like to address today. That was the first It's hard to see Jesus sometimes, but I think if we look to where he is, we'll we'll see him clearly. The second problem is, for some of us, I I think that this this time of year, we, we sometimes feel obligated to feel a certain way. Do you know what I mean? Like, like we're supposed to, because the pastor has been preaching on this for the past few weeks, we're supposed to feel full of hope and peace and love and joy, but we don't. <laughs> we feel stressed out and burnt out and tired. We, we feel angry at our friends We're bitter at our family, and, and, and we just don't feel like we're supposed to feel, at least how we think we're so supposed to feel. And, and because we don't feel the way we're supposed to feel, sometimes we feel guilty about this, like what's wrong with us? This is Christmas and we're Christians. This is the Super Bowl. We, we should be excited for this time of year. This is as good as, as it gets, but we, we don't feel that way. And, and most often, I don't know about you, but what we tend to do is we hide those true feelings, right? We, we put on the facade, we wear the nice clothes, we come to church on Christmas Eve, we wear a smile, and people ask us how we're doing. We say, great, it's Christmas! But brothers and sisters, you see that the amazing gift of Christmas is that we don't need to put on the facade. We don't need to hide anything, certainly not from Jesus. Because on Christmas, God became one of us. In every way, he became like us. He took on humanity, and so he understands you and your feelings, all of them. He gets it today. You see, because Jesus was, was born in a manger, he understands you completely. Jesus was born to a mother just like you were. Did you know that Jesus was born to a mom just like you were? Jesus, I'm guessing, as a little baby, cried and screamed just like you did. Uh, you might not want to think about this, but Jesus went through puberty just like you did. His voice changed, just like yours did. He grew armpit hair, just like you did. Can you believe that? Jesus hit his funny bone, just like you do. He scraped his knee, and he got headaches, just like you do. Jesus was tempted in every way, just like you are, to lie and lust, to gossip and cheat. Just like you are, Jesus grieved and mourned. He cried at the funeral of his friends, just like you do. You see, because Jesus became like you in every way, he understands you completely. He gets you totally. And and you do not need to hide anything from him. He wants to hear about your guilty feelings because he was tempted too. Jesus wants to hear about your pain and your problems because he experienced that too. Jesus isn't turned off by your doubts or your questions. He gets it. He gets you 100%. And so it's my prayer this Christmas, brothers and sisters, that we all do two things. First, we start looking for Jesus, where he has promised to be. If we would only look at the manger and the cross and that empty tomb, we would learn so much about what kind of God we have. And then number two, I pray that we would trust that your God understands you, that you don't need to hide from him, but that because he became like you in every way, he gets you in every way. Merry Christmas, everyone. In Jesus' name, amen.